Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Hi, pals. It's, uh, well, we're here for one final time. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And this is it. Yep. No we more did show it. after this. Yeah, this is the end, my only friend. Uh, you have more friends than me. I have actually a shit ton of friends. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We're work proximity associates. What are you talking about? Yeah. You guys, you guys are my buddies. My, uh, my great friend. My, my good, my great good friend. cheese. What? As, what is it that from uh, what we do in the shadows? Ah, I don't remember that bit. He's my he's my good friend, my hard time boy, my big cheese. <laughs> mm, I see. Ah, uh, so uh, mm-hmm. final thoughts on this whole mess that we just did. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, you know it was a good time. There's yeah. a lot of these episodes I'd never seen before, and I got to rectify that problem. Mm-hmm. Most everything I had seen before, and uh, there weren't a ton of surprises for me. Like everything that I remembered liking, I did more mm-hmm. or less, but uh, there were a couple surprises. Yeah. Zeta Project was exactly as lame as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Sorry, Zeta Project. We had uh, uh, great plans for you. No, we did. No. We had great nothing for Zeta Project, if I'm being honest. No, there was West. Didn't... Yep. And Bucky. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he never found his family or got his parents. Who, Bucky? Any of them. No one, no one in that show, including, uh, uh, Kurt, Kurtland, what it was, the Robocop guy, Kurt Mm -hmm. Vonnegut, found their family or got their freedom. I, well, it was the freedom bit. Mm -hmm. Freedom, 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 oi, as they say. Yep. Yep. That's how Um, it goes. No, it was uh, uh, Ro looking for her family, I thought, right? Yeah. And she, she didn't find it. No one did. No, they all uh, exploded and drowned. Mm-hmm. Is where Bad, really? Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Static was better than I expected. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, the animation was not great, and like the, the, the a bunch of the episodes were pretty generic, but there were a couple of standouts that I will remember, you know, forever. Fucking, what's his name? Anansi. Yep. That was that was cool as hell. Yeah. Also, I really liked Ebon. Just a yep. cool character. Yep, 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 yep. And also, Gear was there. Mm, sure was. And there was nothing we could do about it. I'm Gear. You My sure are. His name Backpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I put a lot of work into Backpack, this Backpack. Uh, it's so much so that by the time I got to the, to the naming him part, I was too tired. Mm-hmm. Can I stop now, please? <laughs> gear, you have one. You have one job. Yeah, it's gear. Like mm-hmm. y- you make stuff. Yeah. Uh, and of course, they were called Bang Babies. And they were. Oh God, they were called Bang Babies. What What I'm doing right now is straining, and I think you're joining me in this. Is straining my mm-hmm. memory. Like, did Did I actually? Did any of this actually stick with me? Because both of was us was it good? Both of us famously. Like, mm-hmm. I can't remember shit anymore. <laughs> so, um, Justice League, I remembered Flash sucking, and he did. He surely did. I remembered that last season being largely unnecessary, and it was. 
and it was. There was some good stuff in there. Yeah. Not but, a ton. You know, if they had ended yeah. with, with the Batman Beyond epilogue, that would have been fine. Yeah, it would have been fine. Batman Beyond was as good as I remember, which is... Yep, yep. Uh, as someone who did not watch Batman Beyond the first time through, I had a great time watching Batman Beyond. Yeah. You mean uh, you mean the Dana show? Yes, the Dana show starring Dana, the best character. The best character possibly in all of the animated DC universe, and I include Batman in that sentence. Wow. Huh? Now, would you have said that five years ago? Maybe, but I wouldn't have known why. Ah, okay. Because, yeah, I, I guarantee some of your, you know, some of your fascination with some of these characters is just, mm-hmm. you know, as you say, goals. Like, yep. Like, oh, I love that aesthetic. I want to look like that. Mm-hmm. More more of this, please. Yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And that fucking, like, the, the little uh, light blue dress and the, the dark lipstick. Oh, like, that's a hell of a look. The best. Yeah. yeah. The little dance she does at the beginning every time. Like, just oh, very good. The best. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. everything. Also, her love of chili, mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, her uh, steadfast refusal to recognize her surroundings or process mm-hmm. of thought. Where's Terry? Uh-huh. One last where's Terry for the road. <laughs> um. It's so weird that he disappeared and Batman is here now. Batman, have you seen Terry? Could you look for Terry? <laughs> Do you know what Terry looks like? What's this I on my chili. What's this on my very white dress? Well, it's chili. <laughs> what else? My favorite thing. That's not Terry. Uh huh. I'll miss you, Dana. She's, she's you were the best of us. Oh, uh, maybe you know if we just had a any clout in the entertainment industry whatsoever, you could pitch mm-hmm. a, a Dana uh, spinoff. Yep. Like a series of. Uh, you know, shorts or something. I still stand by the fact that uh, the Zeta project should have been about her trying to help Zeta. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. We'll get you your. F- um, mm. What are we getting you, you Zeta? <laughs> Look out, it's Zeta. Um... Have you seen Terry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about now? No, still you, not. You use your sensors. Sensors. Your sensors. <laughs> this place is becoming something is? very strange. You sound like um, what's her name on SNL who played Jan Brady? I have no idea. That might have been before your time. It was sort of early '90s. You might not have, mm-hmm. you know, been in that like uh, high school SNL period yet, because I was. So you definitely. Mm-hmm. Weren't. But she played it sort of like this, Jan. No, I, <laughs> Marsha. Stop talking about Marsha. Have you seen Terry? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't anyone seen my boyfriend, Terry? <laughs> we were not... supposed to go to the chili place and then do a dance. I, I'm not your boyfriend. Remember, we broke up. That's why I'm with 10. You're with 10? I can't <laughs> count that high. <laughs> you can't fool me. That's just a one and a zero, and zero is nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Well, let's uh, let's start by answering some mail. Yes. And by start, I mean seven minutes Finish. into whatever this was. Uh-huh. Uh, first one comes from Troy. Hi, Troy. Uh, the email is entitled Jaunty Shorts. Ooh. And it says, hello, kids. It occurred to me today while watching the Doomsday episode that someone at Cadmus mm-hmm. made the decision that he should wear a pair of jaunty shorts. <laughs> Those aren't it's an alien true. battle armor or the hottest fashion on Apocalypse. They are, ter- they are of terrestrial origin. Uh-huh. 
This leads me to my question. Which hero would be most improved by a pair of jaunty shorts? <laughs> Thanks for a wonderful show and good luck on your return to Trek. Well, you, you, Ooh, spoiled, the, you spoiled the end of this show, but, but thanks, mm-hmm. Roy, I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, an excellent question. Jack Kirby never met a character he didn't think could be improved with jaunty shorts. I know that. Oh, he loved a pair of... The only thing he loved more than a pair of jaunty shorts was a big hat. <laughs> and guys making... Just, uh, Guy's making this expression. Yep. Trust me, if you could see my face, you'd, you'd know what I'm talking about. I mean, look, you, you, you absolutely uh, uh, sold it with the, with the audio. Well, look, I am a professional uh, voice performer, so thank you. Professional. Uh-huh. Um, oh, boy. I don't know. I, I was, weirdly, I was just reading about how Kirby had redesigned, uh, had provided redesigns for all the, the core uh, superheroes for the superpowers thing. Yes. Um, and I feel that like... was someone trying to get the guy paid, as I recall. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, let's bring Jack in. Apparently, it's uh, the he'll only... make more. Oh, go ahead. He'll make more money here than he ever did on anything he did before this. Well, it's the only thing he got royalties on, apparently. Yeah. Or you know, I please don't correct me. Probably one of the only things. Like mm-hmm. maybe there's something else, but there ain't, there ain't much. Yeah. And yeah, for design for a toy. And then like, uh, I think he did some of the mini comics that were packaged with the toys. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. I remember reading those when I was a kid and like the the thing I always thought was that the Flash had the power to turn into three guys who ran after each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was how they showed him running really fast. I mean, there's a lot of those kinds of things in comics where you get Mm -hmm. the way the effect is drawn doesn't if you're not thinking in that way. Doesn't really make I, sense. For the longest time when I was a kid, I thought the like the dotted line that meant invisibility uh-huh. meant that you should clip the thing out of the comic. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like, oh, is this like a like a does it is it a sticker of some kind? Mm-hmm. Is it like a turn it into a shrinky dink or a Oh I what's I the other get it. color just, forms? That's it. Yeah, you clip it you clip out the invisible woman and also uh-huh. spooky from the Casper comics. <laughs> I don't think but not I read his the bowler Casper hat comics. Sorry? I don't think I read the Casper comics. They're not good. Well, okay, but all <laughs> of those geared toward kids, probably gold key comics is what I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. Yep, yep, you absolutely are. Yeah. I, I don't know. Richie Rich was uh, Harvey. That's it. Yep. So, so probably Casper. Car- but yeah, so that's probably yeah. what that was. And Hot Stuff the Little Devil. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of Richie Rich for some reason. Well, there were so many. <laughs> yeah. I so when I worked at the comic store, we had like our back issues in like boxes uh, mm-hmm. with little flaps for uh, like you know whatever they were. Yeah, like and, like comic shops have. Yeah. Yeah, and Richie Rich had an ungodly number of fucking like different... five long boxes. Yeah, exactly. But like, it wasn't just. It's like it's not just like this is Richie Rich issue five hundred and seventy three. No, it would be like. Richie Rich Dollars, yeah. issue 176. Richie Rich Coins. Yeah. Fun with Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. Richie Rich Gems. Yeah, I I remember all that. And There were thousands of them. And I wonder, I can't imagine there's enough demand to ever reprint that stuff. No. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm sure they were never worth anything. But, I mean, no. <laughs> but they are in another, they, like, they are rare because... Yeah. That's it. Like, they made thousands of these titles, but probably didn't print a lot of copies of each one. 
Yeah, no. And, like, no one's reprinting them probably. I mean, maybe somebody has at this point. I don't know, but. I, I, I feel like that's probably, like, a weird rights thing, too. Maybe. At this point, like, I don't know who owns Richie Rich. That's I doubt they know who owns Richie Rich. Richie Rich owns himself. He's very rich. Man. I mean, that's true. Honestly, like. He bought his if, freedom. <laughs> we'll get you your freedom, Richie. Uh-huh. The freedom of all wealthy white people. Uh-huh. To do whatever you want for as long as you want. Just, just feed emeralds to your dog. It's fine. Mm-hmm. People are starving, Richie. Yeah, but I also, I bred my dog to have dollar signs on it. Mm-hmm. You know how many, and also uh, I, yeah, like, I got a, I got a litter with scent signs on them, had to drown them. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. I have a sandbox that's full of fine, ground-up diamonds. Mm-hmm. If you breathe, Richie, they'll go into your diamonds. lungs and kill you. Mm-hmm. Then they're blood diamonds all over again. What, what I like to do is I bring the poor kids in so that they can hang out with me for a day, and then I send them on their way. Mm-hmm. Breathe deep, I, t- I say. Mm-hmm. They always ask why I'm wearing a gas mask, and I say it's fine. Uh-huh. It's just because you stink, because you're poor. <laughs> oh, we seem to have lost the thread here a bit, which is uh, jaunty shorts. You're listening to our, well, Richie Rich had a had a fine pair of jaunty shorts. That's true, but those I were... gotta assume they were the best money could buy. <laughs> <laughs> One assumes. Um, Father, purchase for me doomsday, doomsday's shorts that I may wear them in front of the children. <laughs> oh, is that the fellow who killed Superman? That's the oh. that's the one, Peter. The very same. <laughs> My father shall hear of this. Well, I'm your father. <laughs> Perhaps uh, Professor Keenbean shall build me a bone oh. monster with which to kill Superman. Oh. Good, good pull. I hadn't thought of yep. Professor Keenbean in decades. Yep. I, and probably I confuse him with Professor Flutesnoot from um, from Archie because I read yeah, a lot that of those around that Archie's time. Archie's science professor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would put the jaunty shorts on Wonder Woman because uh, really, come on, put us some pants. Yeah. <laughs> Much like Deanna, Apparently I would put on some pants. Yep. Apparently, I would put the jaunty shorts on Richie Rich, which is a w- which I did not see coming, but here we are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I feel like there are some versions of mo- of uh, modern Superman that still don't wear his shorts and uh, give those to him. Mm-hmm. You think little Bruce Wayne uh, dressed like Richie Rich? He had little short I pants. Absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Now I want the adventures of little Bruce, like, but you know, well before the 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 tragedy. Mm-hmm. Just being a snotty rich kid and and doing yep. insane things like I don't know shooting Alfred with a pellet gun or something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Hugo Strange has built me a robot maid to replace you, Alfred. Oh, <laughs> I hope your parents get shot. Oh dear. <laughs> well, time to put on my Joe Chill costume. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Joe Chill. <laughs> Uh, as, as we know, every mobster with a mustache in Gotham City has a French accent. <laughs> of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's see. This one comes from Dan. Hi, Dan. Uh, let's see. Uh, writing about Batman, the Brave and the Bold, episode two, or season two, episode 20, the crisscross conspiracy. Oh, God. Um, I don't specifically remember that one, but... Give me one second to look it up. Uh, Let's see. I will read the email while you do that. 
Um, uh, AKA Brave and the Bold taking a look at Turnabout Intruder's sexism and going, hold my beer. AKA the episode that I tr- watched trying to catch up with the Patreon thinking, well, at least this will be some good discussion. And then learning that y'all were skipping it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We were running out of time there, Dan. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, and to be honest, your decision to skip it was wholly warranted. Plot summary. Katrina Moldoff, AKA the Bat Lady, swaps bodies with Batman so she can kill the Riddler. Uh, There are nuggets of some good potential in a story, maybe a moment of introspection about how Batman abandoned a co-worker to public ridicule when he should have stood Mm -hmm. higher. Could have been interesting. But instead, it's a whole LOL, look at Diedrich Bader, act like a lady, ha ha ha, and includes a terrible joke about how Bruce is struggling in Katrina's body because clearly my new center of gravity is much higher because (laughs) LOL boobies. Mm-hmm. As an aside, on average, cis women actually have a relatively lower sense of, uh, center of mass than cis men because the pelvic structure of cis women and the torso muscle development of cis men has much more impact than pendulous breasts. So I guess Batman is what? also a bad scientist. <laughs> anyway, that rant out more of the way. You, sorry, more use of pendulous breasts on this podcast, I You think. do love that phrase. You've written it into at least one sketch that I can remember. Uh-huh. The haunted housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Mm-hmm. That's my wife. <laughs> uh, anyway. That rant out of the way, here's a question. If you could swap out one DCAU character with their Brave and the Bold counterpart, who would it be? That is a good Aquaman. Question. Yeah. Not even a I, question, Aquaman. I liked hook hand, angry Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I wish we could have Brave and the Bold Aquaman without losing that Aquaman. That's fine. Make him a legacy guy and make that the new Aquaman or whatever. <laughs> this is my son, Aquaman. Hello. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Why, um, my father shall hear of this. <laughs> why, uh, why is he like this, Arthur? Mm, Who knows? <laughs> I don't Outrageous. know. Outrageous. I don't know. I don't want him living with me. You guys take him in your stupid space station. That's far enough from the oceans. Mm-hmm. The surface wasn't enough. I needed him to go up one level. Mm-hmm. Hello. Go to, go to space. I Outrageous. brought my family with me. We're on a road trip. <laughs> Um, I was often swapping out uh, Wildcat for mm-hmm. the Harley Army version because I think that was better casting. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'd go with that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Wait, is it Wild? It's Wildcat, right? Yeah, it's Wildcat. Yeah. Okay, I don't know because Harley Army a, on. Uh, on yeah, uh, I also I also know there's a Catman, but that's a different thing, right? Yes. Okay. Wildcat versus Catman. Catman's a villain. Oh. Except when he isn't. Okay. Did he? Did Catman ever go to Catmandu? I mean, he must have. Because that's a real wasted opportunity, if not, right? Gail Simone wrote that character forever. There's no way in hell she didn't write him going to Kathmandu. Mm, okay. This is uh, as good a reason as any to reread Secret Six. <laughs> Shh, it's a secret. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This one comes from Mike X. Hi, Mike long, X. Long time uh, supporter, Mike. Mm-hmm. Been here from the beginning of our beginning. Uh, hey, Maggie and Al, congratulations Hello. on finishing the entire DCAU. Even the mm-hmm. one about the robot that still seems like it was a practical joke. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, the I practical think, joke was on Zeta. See, I think the joke was probably like Lobo because it only lasted, you know. Uh-oh. That was also a joke, yes. We only had to do that for one episode. But that was a fart joke. Yeah, that is true. Uh, it's been a fun ride hearing both of you give reactions and opinions on what's mostly an entertaining world of characters and stories. Thanks for taking us along with you. Yeah. I know you've got more Star Trek. Hey, shh. You're spoiling the ending. Just uh, like you spoiled Secret Six. <laughs> uh, good uh, luck. 
But if you had to continue this wildly successful venture with some other property, what would you choose? At one point, I would have loved hearing you talk about the Buffy and Angel shows, but those have the horrible taint on them now. Yeah. I could There's... probably set that aside. Yeah. But I mean, we we definitely talk about it probably a lot. But I mean, it uh... came up a lot on this show because of mm-hmm. um, Andrea Romano's sort of late in the series love of, oh, yeah, I'll take Nathan Fillion. I'll take, mm-hmm. um, oh, God, his first officer, who's uh, Gina Torres. Yep, yep. I'll, I'll take uh, Marina Baccarin. I'll, all of them. Mm-hmm. Just all of them. Yep. Adam Baldwin. All the, all just, the people. Is it Adam Baldwin? Alec Baldwin? No, it's not Alec Baldwin. I know that. Alec Baldwin. No, I think it is Adam Baldwin. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else you'd be interested in that isn't ALF? Uh, I mean, hmm. I'm not interested in ALF. Oh, we definitely do ALF. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Vishal this morning about the mm-hmm. artwork that goes with this very uh, episode, this 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 final uh, monitor duty. Mm-hmm. And he had an idea that had something to do with superpowers, which is what made me go look that up what, that I mentioned mm-hmm. a minute ago. Um, and I said, oh, you should have gone with that one because there was a whole Super Friends riff, like, uh, you know, near the end of uh, JLU. It would have fit nicely. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, but I got it better. I was, he said, I went for a walk and I had a eureka moment. And like, no, this is, <laughs> this is your cover. I'm like, okay, those are always great when you get sudden inspiration. I, I will defer. Um, yeah. But he's like, but. If you ever wanted to, for your uh, Dead Podcast crossover, if you ever wanted to do something uh, Super Friends adjacent, then I could still use this idea. Um, and I was like, well, it's my I turn. Mean, and yeah, could, you get to pick. I could subject Maggie to Legends of the Superheroes. Oh, wow. Which is the very bad. There's two of them. I don't remember what happens in the other one, but one of them is structured like a roast. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember. I Like, I haven't seen it, but I've definitely heard of it. They're probably on YouTube now, but when I saw them, they were those mm-hmm. tapes you could get at a convention that... Yep. Because otherwise you couldn't get them anywhere. Yeah. And, oh, oh. The other one like that that springs to mind is the, like, 80s Justice League that was based on Justice League International they did a pilot for. Yeah. All I remember is uh, David Ogden Steers, who was... Um, uh, Charles Emerson Winchester III on MASH mm-hmm. was uh, Mar- Martian Manhunter. Yes. Do you do, do you know MASH? Is that reference lost on you? I know MASH. I don't. Okay. I, if you asked me about uh, any of it, uh, I couldn't tell you, but I watched a shit ton of MASH with my dad when I was a little, little kid. Well, you remember Hawkeye and his and his mustache pal. Yeah. And the, the stuffy British guy, they were always like uh, mm-hmm. uh, hassling. I liked That's Radar. Him. He was my favorite. Yeah, Radar's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched MASH and uh, 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 Taxi, which was my first exposure to Andy Kaufman. Maybe. Or maybe mm-hmm. maybe it was Tony Clifton. Could have been. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's a Ta- mystery that Taxi, I do not want to solve. Taxi and MASH both uh, occupy that excellent cast, excellent writing, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes real maudlin. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Futurama called out MASH for that, but people forget Taxi. Like, cause mm-hmm. it had, it had wacky Andy Kaufman and it had Christopher Lloyd being nutty and all these different yep. crazy characters. But the whole point of the show was these people are all moonlighting as cab drivers because they, their dreams failed. Yeah. That's the whole central premise of the show is all of these people want to be doing better things with their lives, but they can't afford it. Yeah. Oh, I, it's so good. Back when the, uh, the pandemic was raging and I was watching a lot of cheers, mm-hmm. my, my thought was like, 
All right, I'm going to finish Cheers, and then I'm going to launch into Taxi, which is also on Hulu. It's another good ensemble comedy from around this period, sure. Yeah. Did you did you not get far in it? Or? I didn't finish it, but oh, okay. uh, not because Cheers isn't amazing, because it oh, is. Okay. No, I'm saying Taxi. Like, did you? No, I didn't get, I got, I okay. saw, the, I watched the pilot, and I quite mm-hmm. liked it. I just never came back to it. I wrote a sketch, uh, you know, it was like 30 seconds worth of jokes about it. So I watched mm-hmm. an episode or two to remind myself what it was and I sure. watched it with me and it was better than I remembered even like, Oh, I bet there's, uh, the episode that I watched, uh, involved fantasy sequences. Like what mm-hmm. I, I think it was like someone left a bag with a million dollars on the back of a cab. And like, everyone was like, what would you do if you had the money? Sure. And, uh, Louie, Danny DeVito's character, his fantasy was, it was all typical opulent rich stuff. He had caviar. He had like mm-hmm. you know, a butler and he wore a tuxedo and all this stuff. Um, but the the main action of his uh, fantasy was uh, he brought Lassie into his office so he could fire Lassie. <laughs> That's what he would do. If he could do anything in the world, he would fire Lassie. Lassie, you fired. Hey, that's funny. Oh, it's very good. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that had a good cast. Yeah. No, and also mo- Tony Danza was there. I, he didn't he didn't stink up the joint. Oh, good. He did what Tony Danza does, which is just stand there and look dopey. I go, I'm Tony. Mm-hmm. Yo. Uh, hey, yo, I'm Tony. He, he was in the, uh, they did uh, a newer version of 12 Angry Men in the 90s. And he was mm-hmm. one of the, one of the 12 Angry Men. And he was just that guy there, too. Well, I bet I can guess what that particular juror's name is. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like juror number six or something, but right, yeah. it was Tony number six, mm-hmm. which was also the number of Tonys he'd played at that point. Hey, I ain't no number. I'm a free man. <laughs> uh, Mike says, "Thanks again for this great run of episodes. Here's to what's next. May you never Yay. be run over by any cars in the course of evil time travel schemes." Thank you. That's mm-hmm. nice to hear. Uh, this one comes from Dan again, and oh, Hi, it's a, a technical thing about the the show not loading in his podcast app because of an expired certificate. I th- I think I fixed that. If you still have problems with that, write to me at the Post Atomic Horror address, Post Atomic Horror at Gmail, and I will fix it. But there were some issues with the website not being secure or some shit, and I think I fixed mm. it. Uh, let's see, this one comes. Well, from, good work, Al. Uh, it took it took a day of googling and being very frustrated, but thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. Uh, let's see. This one comes from Seth, and Hi, Seth, Seth says, "Hi, pals. At the end of Wake the Dead, the resurrection of Solomon Grundy with the return of Hawkgirl, we mm-hmm. learned some information about the vote letting Shiera back into the league. We find out that Superman broke the tie after Green Lantern recused, which mm-hmm. means that it was two to two before Clark weighed in. Although it was never definitively said, I think we can make educated guesses as to who voted how." With Flash's defense of her at the vote, coupled with his deliberate attempt to get Shire and Diana to reconcile, that strongly suggests mm. he voted yes. Martian Manhunter's defense at the vote would also make me put them down as a yes as well. Judging by Wonder mm. Woman's comments and her strong hostility towards Shire, I think we can safely put her down as a no. For Superman to break a 2-2 tie, that means Batman was also a no. Yep. What's your reaction to how each character voted? I That all I feels mean, in character to me. Like Yeah, it does. The sort of hopeful, or in Flash's case, naive ones giving mm-hmm. her another chance and the, the mistrusting ones not and yeah wonder woman who knows yeah as i said many times i never really had a handle on what she was about so mm-hmm. no that all that all tracks yeah check that checks out i can't think of any problems with that yeah 
Batman voting no is very in character for him. Absolutely. I mean, look, if they took a vote as to whether he should still be on the team, he would vote like. No. Oh, yeah. If they voted to kick Superman out, he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> OK, get out of here. I'm tired of that guy always saying I'm yeah. his friend. I'm not his friend. <laughs> uh, also, I will put the question to each of you. You're wearing yes. tights and sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. I don't. Mm-hmm. Not not great with tights. Uh, how are you voting? Personally, I can never get over that level of betrayal. It'd be a solid mm-hmm. no. Although it was a great storyline, so I'm glad the show brought her back. Um, I mean, given that I would have fought side by side with her in 50 yeah. other circumstances. I, I, the fact I brought this up at the time, the fact that Superman betrayed everyone and mm-hmm. invaded the planet. Yeah. There's been mind control shenanigans. There's been like everybody's turned against the team at least once. Yeah. So I think you get a pass for one. Yeah. Also, I read X-Men comics. Everyone's betrayed everyone on that on that team a million times. I'm used to it at this point. Like fucking welcome yeah. back. Also, I'm a big soap opera guy. And the thing yeah. about soaps is they will they will turn a character evil hard. And when they turn good again, they give no time for the, for mm-hmm. the wounds to heal. It's just like, oh, you're back. Everything's fine. I'm going to glad you're about, not evil anymore. I'm going to forget about the time you kidnapped me and, uh, well, killed me, actually. Yeah. I was dead. Mm hmm. And then I assumed the devil let me go from hell. Mm hmm. Uh, turns out they weren't in hell anyway. It was like a fake afterlife. But that's a that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's uh, the show I would do. Mm-hmm. That's not what? the show I want to do because I don't like you don't have that much interest in, yeah. in Young and the Restless. But uh, I would Days listen of our lives, to Al. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Days of Our Lives. I would mm-hmm. listen to Al talk about uh, uh, Days of Our Lives forever. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I briefly considered, and I might have mentioned this before, doing a podcast with Amanda and Tilo and calling mm-hmm. it Stands of the Hourglass. Yeah. I I would love that. But there's a lot of content there. Mhm. I would love that. I would love to guest on that show occasionally, mm-hmm. but uh Well, that would be the I, kind I, of thing I couldn't put the uh the time in. No, that would be the kind of thing where I would sort of deliberately say don't keep up. Just drop in yeah. and watch one episode and give us your thoughts. We've uh we've now very much gotten into Dynasty and mm-hmm. uh, boy, in terms of sort of larger budget 80s over the top bullshit soap operas oh so mm-hmm. good oh so, god there's a there's a, a the the evil character alexis everyone remembers her yeah she was she was edith keeler oh and it, it always throws me because she's like this fucking palpatine level just mustache twirling yeah like villain. i've done it again yeah Aha! um and there's a bit where she didn't actually do this her son did this where she made someone go crazy with paint Okay. Painted his office with a type of paint that's for boats that has mercuric acid in it or mercuric oxide in it, which is, mm-hmm. you know, mercury based. So, yeah, like, the mercury drove him insane. <laughs> he went paint crazy. Oh, of course. God, I love soaps. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would uh, listen the hell out of that. Yep. All right. Uh, this one comes from, well, it says David Lynch and I don't think it's. Oh, yeah, it is. It's uh, Flonk and Brian's brother. Oh, yeah. Hi, David. Mm-hmm. The it third says, summer's brother of uh, the Lynch boys. Sure. It says, you were built as a podcast to watch the DC Animated Universe, but you will not watch the DC Animated Universe anymore. That's a very good Zeta <laughs> quote. <laughs> Dear kids liked the Zeta project. Mm-hmm. 
Much like how the X-Files used one of its last episodes as a backdoor finale to the short-lived Lone Gunman spinoff. What if they Boy, did the sure same did. thing? What if they did the same thing to give closure to the Zeta project? I mean, that's kind of what they did for Batman Beyond. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. What JLU episode would you sacrifice to make room for a crossover that would get Z's freedom? I mean, oh, I'm sure we could find one. Let me see here. In that last season? Oh, yeah. Any of them? Yeah, I'll uh, The fact like, that it I, was Dark Side again? How about that one? Mhm. Yeah, there you go. Mhm. I like Dark Side, but I'd give him up for uh uh for Zeta. I mean, we just like once again, putting aside my my very well-documented dislike of that character, he got a lot of chances, man. Yeah. Like, we saw him already. They didn't bring anything new with that last appearance. Yeah. Uh, this um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just thinking, I, yeah, that'd be fine. I don't know, like, could have done without Hawkman, maybe. Yeah, I would have loved to have lost Hawkman. I didn't mind his first appearance. The second one was a little much. Yeah. I know you really didn't like that Egypt flashback one, so. I, boy, I sure didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh, we can definitely do, do instead of flash forward to Zeta finding his family or whatever. Mm-hmm. Find, and, we'll find you your keys, Z. <laughs> Zate? Zate. Is that his, uh, is that his name now? Sure, Zate. Stop calling him Z and started calling him Zate? Mm-hmm. It's short for Zathaniel. It's not a, it's not a shorter name. <laughs> well, it is. It it's is a longer name. Shorter. It's one syllable shorter. Mm-hmm. Just seems uh, like you could just say Zeta. Mm-hmm. Or Z, but not Zate. Data? No, one is my name. The other is not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, this one comes from Dan, and uh, Dan, Dan didn't write us 30,000 emails, like, all sure. at once. He spread them out over, like, the long season, so, like, you know. Just don't want to paint Dan as, like, a like a stalker or something. Don't paint Dan. No. He'll go paint crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, is it just me or did they kind of wreck Tala in the final season? When she first showed up, she seemed like a cool enemy goth sorcerer. Granted, not always super competent because she got tricked into a mirror, but still. Mm-hmm. And then cut to season three and pretty much all her dialogue is Grod baby or I want to baby. have CX with you. <laughs> it feels like such a waste. Am I reading too mm-hmm. much into this? No, I mean, you're not wrong. I think I didn't love it. My guess. And it's unfortunate because it was a woman character. But my mm-hmm. guess is. When the the Legion of Doom became this giant thing with 10,000 members, a lot of characters, like you had to decide which were the important ones and which were yeah. the supporting ones. And so they sidelined a bunch of people. And unfortunately, all the dudes sort of came to the forefront and the few women that there were really didn't. Yeah. They could have balanced that out a little better. Yeah. We got a few things with like Killer Frost that I quite like. I would have loved to have seen more of her, but, uh, you know. I would, but I'll, I would say at best she was like, um, maybe like a uh, vixen. Yeah. I'm thinking like second tier had a couple of episodes, some strong mm-hmm. showings, but not a major part of the team. Yeah. I would have loved to bump forward for her, but, uh, yeah. you know. Yep. And yeah, Tala definitely turned, turned. If it had like led to a, she was stringing either of these guys along. Like reveal that might have been cool. I liked, and I'm sure I said this at the time. I liked the idea that she's a star fucker, and yeah, like literally. Um, and I like, like that's a that's a sophisticated idea to put in a children's cartoon. This mm-hmm. this lady only kisses the one who's in charge. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Like, you are the boss guy. When I was a kid, I would have it would have taken me a minute to figure out why why. Mm-hmm. I thought she loved the monkey. Why did why mm-hmm. did she love the bald man now? <laughs> <laughs> I 
And by kid, I mean three years old, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not subtle, so. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that you're in charge. The large and in charge. Yeah, we are going to find moose and squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. Um, also. I hate those guys. When we watched that Hawkman episode, my wife made me rewind like five times to laugh at the shadow dude saying, of course you recognize the Absorbicron. <laughs> Which then led us led to us going, there's no way that thing's actually called an Absorbicron and looking it, it up. Sh- it sure was. Apparently in the comics, it's called an Absorbicon instead of an Absorbicron because that mm-hmm. makes all the difference. Yep. Yep. Thanks, uh, comics. You did it again. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Thank you, too, for going through this. For some reason, I had always dismissed Justice League Unlimited. I was like the kids in the parade episode going, where's Superman? Right uh-huh. before Hulk J.K. Simmons showed up to spew patriotism and chew the scenery. I'm really mm-hmm. glad you gave me the excuse to finally watch it because it has been a fantastic experience. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say my, this is just me. I think you probably agree, though. Uh, mm-hmm. The JLU is better than Justice League. I would say that. And I did think that. Like, there were some absolute standout episodes of, of regular Justice League, but... Oh, yeah, but, like... One, the, uh, uh, Dwayne McDuffie got to fucking run the show. Yeah. And two, just having Amazing. extra characters around. You know? Yeah. Well, I, lo- I love the just, you know, having access to everybody, you know? Uh, uh, almost everybody. Almost everybody. Just one thing that really jumped out at me when we covered... Um, Fatal Five last week was we we took ten minutes in Arkham and I was like, oh right, that lives in this same universe. Yeah, we never got to remember? see that in Justice League. These guys, yeah, a bunch of the best villains in this universe that just sort of vanished from the like. I'm putting together a Legion of Doom, but I'm not inviting anyone from Gotham City. I hate that place. <laughs> I, I mean, guys are all weird. Mm-hmm. You are all weirdos. Look, <laughs> see Sam the Eagle. He is, you know, he's Sam the Eagle. Kinda. I don't know. I, I think under the right circumstances, Lex could be a like a, what do you call him? A nasty freak. Yeah, he could be a nasty freak. Like I don't think he's very conservative, really. <laughs> I don't know. Like I just, I imagine him being a like a just a a demon in the sack. Sorry, I'm just. Oh no, absolutely. Like, I don't think Lois, like, was disappointed on that front. It's just that mm-hmm. he's an evil megalomaniac. But, like, the... Oh, yeah. You know, I bet the sex was... The Lex sex was yeah. fantastic. <laughs> she still occasionally is just like, man. Could you put on this bald cap, Superman? I'm what? glad I'm not dating that evil billionaire anymore, but... Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know Superman can't fuck worth a damn. Well, I... I look... There's that whole thing Larry Niven wrote about tearing her apart and all that. Oh, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying. Oh, because he's a well, wholesome, we're done. He's a wholesome Kansas boy who did yeah, exactly. get uh, sex education and everything he knows he picked up from farm animals. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that he had sex with farm animals. I mean that he was he was a farmer and involved in animal husbandry and learned about sex that way. Don't don't be gross. Can you believe this? This book. This book says that there's such a thing as the female orgasm. Ridiculous. <laughs> and Martha just sighs. Uh-huh. That's certainly what your pa thinks. Mm-hmm. What was that, Ma? Not Nothing. <laughs> it's weird that I have super hearing and I still didn't hear what you just said. Hmm? Uh-huh. Okay, this one comes from Ida. I, I, I don't Ida. recognize this name. If this is your no, first I time don't writing, uh, welcome. Yeah, uh, And Hello. if I... 
if you have written before and I don't remember, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, hello, Alan Maggie. My question hello. is, if you could make a spinoff of any character from the series you covered, who would it be and what would that show be about? I love your podcast. I'd been listening to Pa, but I hadn't gotten around to writing something. Congratulations on your transition, Maggie. I'm glad you had oh, a positive. Thank you. Glad you had a positive coming out experience. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, spinoffs. I would like to do like a uh, like a Batman animated series. I think. What? Just Batman? Yeah, just With just Batman. No other heroes at all. Nah. You don't want to give. I think him, we could just maybe even like do a like a Batman. Or- like a helper, like I don't know, like maybe bring in oh god, what's his name? The guy, the kid who follows him around sometimes. I mean, look, I would be fine to have that kid that follows him around sometimes and sometimes, but you know, let's mostly do like a Batman animated series. I don't think anyone's ever done that before. Yeah, only if they talk about how he became Batman, because I've always been unclear on that. Mm, I have good news for you. Mm, yes, I can tell you about uh, how Batman became Batman all day long. Were there pearls? Oh, you know there were pearls, buddy. Okay, good. Wait, hang on. Mal is uh, Mal is losing it in the background. Going back about five minutes. Why did I say Martha? Sorry. Uh, did you say Martha? Now she's flipping me the bird. Mm. Well, I know you. My beloved I, wife. I saw you post that you had uh, just watched Batman '89 last night, so I was hoping to work some kind of a reference into. That. I was like, I was going to say the thing about the uh, the mistletoe. I was like, no, that's Batman Returns. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? No, mm. oh, stop asking that. <laughs> Want to get nuts? Come on, no let's one, get nuts. No one knows what that means. Nope. I found out that ba- that when Batman, uh, Michael Keaton, Batman came back in the Flash, one of the things he says is "Let's get nuts." And I was like, "Is that a thing that like like I know that's a weird thing, but like is that a thing that like Batman says?" I mean, the thing is, there were a lot of unusual t- pieces of dialogue in that movie, and boy, there sure were. And like, what do you want him to have? What do you want to have him say? I'm Batman. Like that's, I mean, he does say that. Yeah. But you got to find something a little more unusual than that. Mm -hmm. And he can't say the devil in the pale moonlight thing because it traumatized him. So he also can't say, uh, never rub another man's rhubarb. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the, the goofy ass lines are the Joker, which look, that Mm -hmm. makes sense. But uh, yeah, you know, or I'm of a mind to make some moogie. (laughs) Or uh, Into the Air, Junior Birdman. Like, but I, I remember all that dumb shit. I watched that yep. movie 10,000 times. Yes, good movie. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. No. <laughs> Having just watched it. Okay, but uh, you said you were drunk, so. I mean, yeah. All right. When I was watching it on endless repeat, when they mm-hmm. put out one of the first consumer price D- uh, VHS tapes, I was 14. So, uh, uh-huh. I was not drunk. Uh, good, good movie. Wish Batman had killed less people. He kills a lot of people. Oh, I know. I remember. The thing is, I watched that movie so much and I enjoyed that movie, but mm-hmm. it's, I just don't think it's very good. <laughs> it's important. I had a great time. Yeah, well, that's that's all that matters. It doesn't need I to I don't be know good. if it's as good as Batman Returns, but. Uh... Wow. You know, mistletoe <laughs> can be deadly if you eat it is a thing mm-hmm. that just comes up apropos of nothing twice. Uh-huh. Both of Batman, those movies... have you ever got the idea in your head to, I should eat some mistletoe. <laughs> oh, wait, no. no, it's deadly if you eat it. Oh, right. Thanks thanks to that mnemonic that Alfred taught me. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, I do my best, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, leaves of three, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. Mm-hmm. 
Leaves a four, kisses more. Wait, hang on. Mm-hmm. Not sure what I'm trying to say here. Nope. Lost the thread, sir. <laughs> oh, no. Here comes new Alfred. No, 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 no. That Alfred was the only thing, like, the only one of the only consistent elements between uh, Burton and Schumacher. Him mm-hmm. and Commissioner Gordon. That was it. Yep. Everybody else. Changed. But then Michael Caine showed up in Batman Begins. That's true. Michael, Michael Caine sounds like this. Michael Caine. I won't uh, bury another member of the Wayne family. So you want a insane spinoff focusing only on Batman, which I, I cannot imagine being interesting mm-hmm. or watchable. But okay, yeah. look, you, you like the stuff you like. We're, we're different mm-hmm. people. I think, um, Wow. File not found. Um, yeah. Who did I love on the Justice League team that uh, that I feel didn't get, like, enough attention? Yeah. Anyone. Like, even JLU guys. No, my 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 knee jerk is, well, you know, fire and ice and march and manhunter and put them on mm-hmm. a team with Guy Gardner. But no, 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 ah. no, no. They did that. They did that in Brave and the Bold. I'd watch a JLI show, though. Like, if they wanted to do a new JLI show, hell yeah. Well, yes, of course, with the actual tone of, of the comics, which yeah. they were funny, but they weren't funny in that campy way that like uh, Brave and the Bold was. It was mm-hmm. it was more, I don't want to say subtle, but it's just more character driven is all. I like I like the idea of like you have a um, like you still the action or whatever of like yeah. the Justice League. But like, you know, you've got a bunch of funny people doing it, you know, you are also very clearly the B squad fighting mm-hmm. the maybe like you're not fighting dark side and Brainiac and the Joker. Usually yeah. you're, you're fighting the uh, cosmic interior decorator. Yep. Yep. The uh, gray man and Despero. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a hot girl spinoff there. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'd watch a hot girl spinoff. She kicks ass. Yeah. Just, just uh, what I would like is for it to be a series of, Almost entirely without dialogue, like like shorts, like um, like Roadrunner. Oh hell yeah, yes! I want instead the shit of, out of that. But instead of meep meep, the only thing you hear is ha. <laughs> That's uh, that, I had to get one final ha in there. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Yep. Uh, P.S. Mm-hmm. Who is the worst child, Wesley or Bucky? Oh, Bucky. We came okay. around on Wesley eventually, but... Uh, uh, and I did for a minute, and then I didn't again. Mm-hmm. That's remember, fair, too. Remember, he never wanted to be in Starfleet. He sure never did. Also, Maggie, never forget, Wesley Crusher killed a guy. He did kill a guy. <laughs> he is a murderer. Yeah. Also I still never, hate Bucky more. Also, never forget him showing up in the show we're about to start covering in a couple weeks. Oh, Oh, that's that's true. Bucky hasn't done anything in 20 years. No, when he went away, he stayed away. (laughs) Yeah. And he probably will never come back. Odds Mm. are very good that Wesley Crusher will come back to annoy me once again. Uh, He'll almost certainly be on Lower Decks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Of course he will. Yeah. I can't believe he hasn't been on Lower Decks already. He might be. I don't pay that much attention. Yeah. Oh. Mm hmm. All right. All right, yeah, you turned me around. It's Wesley Crusher. <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> that said, he wasn't a kid by then. Mm-hmm. All like, right. I pretty much Fuck hated Wesley. I, I hated Wesley when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, one more. Smug beardo. Hey, how's it going? I'm a traveler. Geek shit. We're like time police. Okay. <laughs> but you time police my ass. <laughs> Is your ass an anomaly? Mal just ran in with a sign that says he killed a guy on it. So yeah, never forget. Yeah, never forget, Mal. Look, we gotta we gotta resurrect all the old bits. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. I love my wife. <laughs> Uh, here's another one from David and Mm -hmm. he says, dear kids barely remember the Zeta project. Yep. That's us. In last week's episode, you mentioned that the fatal five movie was intended to be set in the DCAU. Then things changed from what Mm -hmm. I read. It was the other way around. It started as a standalone movie. Then they decided to use justice league unlimited style after the voices were recorded in the Blu-ray commentary. They were saying it could be Canon. If you can figure it out, Bruce Tim later said that it is Canon set after a few years of the end of JLU, and the explanation for most of the continuity issues is that a lot can happen in a few years. Mm-hmm. So in the end, it seems to be canon, even if they were making it up as they went along. I sure. I read two sentences on Wikipedia, which I think we said this last week, the entries on that, on Wikipedia and the DCAU wiki, were nil. Yeah. So if we you listen to the commentary, to if you listen to the commentary, you have much more information than we have. Yeah. Uh, we used to do that much prep, but we're very old and tired now. Yeah, I, we're so tired. Mm-hmm. Also, in the shorts episode, you compared the Batman Beyond short to if we suddenly got a tiny bit of Deep Space Nine. Well, I've got great news about Lower Decks. And there's a, a picture of the episode of Lower Decks that has uh, Kira and Quark in it. Yeah, we'll get there. Yep. I mean... Just, uh, you'll just have to follow the show and find out what we think. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's up, Lower Decks fans? Mm-hmm. I, uh, hope you'll, I hope you'll pay money to hear that early. I sure hope you do. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from a different David. Who says, Hi, David. Uh, let's see. I hear you two need content. Uh, well, yeah, always. And Al, I mm-hmm. hear you need a stranger to say they're proud of you. Let's fix these things. Not, nobody's proud of me. Stop that. <laughs> I'm proud of you. How dare you? Uh, well, yeah, but that doesn't count. All right. You're proud of that everybody for take. everything. You're, look, I love this, like, positive thing you've got going on legitimately. Mm-hmm. But that does mean your approval and, and uh, like, uh, pride and everything is pretty easy to earn these days. I, you know what? That's fair. Which is great. Like, I love a supportive friend. You're great. But, like, but your support means nothing to me. Well, I, just, I haven't earned it is all. <laughs> it's just default, which is a good, like, that's a good way to, to run a friendship. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, let's uh, see. Uh, for content, some questions. What Justice League character should have had their own show? Well, I, I think we, we touched yeah. on this a bit. I, let me give a different answer because I was thinking about this for the previous one. Mm-hmm. If, you know, sometimes when they do spinoffs and they kind of just, they don't really preserve like elements that you were familiar with. They kind of retool things for the new show. What if they did a show about the flash that wasn't that flash? I would love that. Like here, the DCAU can have a good flash. Mm-hmm. He gets his own show and he's not Wally. He's the yeah. other one that you seem to like so much. Mm-hmm. B- Billy. I, Wally's the one I like. It's just that they made him shitty in this, uh, in this cartoon. No, what I'm saying is make him Billy West. Oh, yeah. I would watch a Billy West uh, mm-hmm. uh, cartoon. Yeah, sure. I have th- several thousands. Yes, exactly. Uh, what bang baby villains should have shown up in JLU and why isn't it Chompus? Well, it is Chompus, first of all. I would have loved Chompus to show up. But I I think there's no, there's no reason. There's no reason mm-hmm. 
at least in the Legion of Doom episodes, you couldn't have filled that crowd out with a couple of the character models from. Oh, from Static. absolutely! I would have loved to have seen uh, Ivan in the background. Well, Yvonne, I love that character. Ivan's personality and power set would mean he wouldn't be a background guy. He'd be, if not trying to take the top spot, at least jockeying for second place. I would have loved to have seen that too. But like some of the lesser guys, who had pretty good designs and would have mm-hmm. looked much better on a you know on a show with a, the like a better with animation money. budget. Yeah. Some money. But like you could see the the visual idea there. It just wasn't fully realized. Oh, yeah. Like, and now I'm straining to think. Yeah, of, I can't think of anybody who's not exactly, Chompus. Uh, the, the bird one, the bird girl. Oh, yeah, bird girl. She kicked ass. I can't it, remember it, her name, uh, but I like the character. What the hell? Because it was always her and fucking the, the knife douche and Elon yep. running together. N- knife douche doesn't need to come back. God, what was his name? Dabsy. Dabsy. Probably Dabsy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need to look that up. I think you nailed that one. <laughs> it was Stabsy, but uh, you know what? Mm. Dabsy's better. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't think it was either of those, Maggie. <laughs> That's where you're wrong, my friend. Okay. I was encyclopedic memory for this kind of thing, so. Encyclopedic? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, fuck. Encyclopedic. I, like, I I went to the DC wiki to look it up, and I'm like, wait a minute, what do I type in? Dabsy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, type in Dabsy. I want to see what you get. <laughs> uh, turns out nothing. There he is, no... Dabsy. Yeah, well, hmm. Okay, they, the group was called the Breed. Yes, terrible that. name. Uh, Talon was the bird girl. That's right, okay. And, oh, uh, Shiv. Sh- yep, that's right here. It says Dabsy. <laughs> oh, well, they crossed out Shiv. I wrote, I see. Hmm, yeah. I'm thinking Flock, creep. You, Flock, you haven't uh, vandalized a wiki in a while. Could you yeah. please change Shiv's I, uh, name to Dabsy? Sorry, I was th- I was thinking of pre-crisis Dabsy when he was known as Shiv. <laughs> yeah, back when he was called Dabsy the Knife Boy. <laughs> oh, God, I can picture the who's who page so vividly. <laughs> this t- the typeface meant to look like the 40s, but in that 80s way. The faded oh color God. because it was on newsprint. Yep, yep. Oh, just perfect Dabsy. D- yep. Dabsy the Knife Boy first appeared in All-Star Comics 832. He's in an Olympic level. In 1938. Level, he's an Olympic level annoyance. Yep. <laughs> he's an Olympic level pain in my dick. Uh, let's see. Oh uh, my for, God. for the second thing, I'm proud of you, mm-hmm. Al. Air, Air 5. Well, well, thank you, David. It doesn't mean anything if I say, say you're proud of me, and then you do. That's just you being nice. I'm proud of you. Uh, so you keep saying. <laughs> As for Stop. you, Maggie, you didn't ask uh-huh. for it, so you don't get the accolades of a stranger on the internet, but you seem nice. Thanks. Well, see, you do have to earn mine, and you have. Mm-hmm. I am proud uh-huh. of you legitimately. So there Thanks, you go. Buddy. And that was before, like, the I'm not doing the patronizing thing where it's like, oh, you're so brave to come out. No, no. I'm I am so about, brave to come out. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, finishing a four-year podcast where we reviewed seven different shows. Like, I'm Yeah, important things like podcasts, not your gender. Yeah. Well, no, look, I'm proud of you for that, too. I just don't want to be the, <laughs> the awful, like, you know, fake ally where you say mm-hmm. that stuff. Like, I, I mean it, but I don't want to sound like a jerk. That's all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I read some th- when when you came out, I read some things about how mm-hmm. to like how not to be a jerk to your trans friends. And one yeah. of them said, don't say you're proud, like d- express that. But don't say mm-hmm. 
those specific words because sure. everyone says them and they mean nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, I am hungry for praise. So. Yes, I know that. And you got to earn it, but you know, you have, <laughs> so it's okay. But you got to earn it. Yep. Anyway, I look forward to hearing you suffer through a show I enjoy on your Patreon and suffering through some shows I do not on the regular podcast. I might be a bad person. Yay. Uh, we're not going to suffer through all of them because part of the decision to go back was Mm -hmm. when we left, it's like, we don't really like any of this now. Yeah. Like none of, like we weren't looking forward to reviewing Picard season two. Uh, disco was real bad at that point. Yep. And I think that was it. I don't think lower decks existed yet. No. And, uh, uh, what do you call it? Strange New Worlds wasn't out yet. No, that wasn't out yet. Um, but since then. Uh, Disco season four, I stand by is one of the high points mm-hmm. of modern Trek. Like that. Was yeah, a, I'm excited to check it out. I know you haven't seen it yet, but I think you'll agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not perfect, but it's everything that show should have been from season one that took them nice fucking three years to get there. And season five starting real soon. And that's their last one. It's like, yeah, oh, we finally cracked the code. Time to stop. Goodbye. Uh huh. Um, Picard season three, I have heard is good fan service. I would love for that to be true. I mean, they they got to do some work to come back from season two. Season two was insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've said that's the reason we're going back because it'll be fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Strange New Worlds on balance, I think better than not. Yes. Like, Strange New Worlds is my favorite of all of them so far. Yeah, I The new ones, I mean. I would mostly agree. I think the first season had like an 80% hit rate for me and the second mm-hmm. season had like a 60%. Like it was... Not quite as much, but... Uh, That's fair. Second season went with too many gimmick episodes, I thought. I, I haven't finished the second season because the next episode's the Lower Decks one, and I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, they did that, and the musical, I think, back-to-back. And yeah. It's like, I think they only had ten episodes, and three of them were sort of like, here's a wacky gimmick. Like, yeah. I, look, of course, make some of them nutty, you know, throwaway comedy episodes. Oh, it was the Spock... Uh, uh, body swap episode yeah that one i love i had a great time watching that one yeah it's just they did a bunch of sort of kooky high concept things like they just stacked it weird is all yeah and it doesn't all need to be high drama and stuff but every every Mm. now and then one or two you know yeah and so yeah um uh see you at the undead podcast david yeah Mm -hmm. we'll be back next week yeah uh oh and this one comes from mallory d oh weird yeah Hi, Mallory. Uh, it says, hi, it's me, Mal. You may be able to hear me typing this on the podcast. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, well, she's you playing can. Graveyard Keeper right now. Mm. Now she's you, waving at me. What are you most... Well, she's waving to the listeners, Maggie. Please pass that along to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Now she's waving to the whist- the listeners and the whistlers. Mm-hmm. Wave to the people. Blow <laughs> them kisses. Uh, she says, what are you most looking forward to about returning to Pa? Well, we're, weirdly, that's what we were just talking about. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Uh, I, but I mean, I was mostly answering for me. Please. If you I mean, like, it'll one, it'll be nice to get back to track. It's been a while. Like, even the shit, it's been a while, you know? Yeah, but like I say, when we when we stopped, it was because it, there was no joy in it. And I think yeah. there's enough now that we're willing. Yeah, you know. there's stuff I'm interested in. There's stuff I'm not interested in that I'm still interested in in having an opinion about, you know, See, the only one that I'm really not looking forward to is uh leg or not legacy, uh prodigy mm-hmm. because I didn't care for it, but it wasn't bad. It was just kind of bland. Sure. 
and I, you know me, I don't like talking about things if there's not something interesting to talk. Like, yeah, Picard season two is so bad in so many interesting ways mm-hmm. that it'll be great to talk about. But like, Prodigy, if it's the same from like the first couple episodes, it's yeah. just gonna be. Well, we're trying to do Clone Wars, but this is this is Star Trek. Yeah, I haven't seen a frame of Prodigy, so I'm interested in like, yeah, that's not true. I probably saw the trailer, but I don't remember any of it. Well, uh, you probably know this already, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Chakotay's in it. Good. In case in case you were uh, itching for more Chakotay. Always nice to hear from Robert Beltram. Mm hmm. You mean uh, a scab noted scab Uh strike breaker? Scab asshole Robert Beltram. Mm hmm. Who probably showed up for an afternoon of voice acting and Mm -hmm. then complained about it. Yep. Yep. Hey, Uh, hey, I'm talking Chakotay. Mm hmm. Anyway, sorry, I cut you off. What what else are you looking forward to? Um, I mean, Strange New Worlds, like I said, because I love that show and I'm excited to to, like dig into it. Mm hmm. Um, and then getting back into disco. Mm-hmm. And I guess the Section Thirty One shows ha- movies happening. I'm not excited uh, about is, that, but uh, it, it is a movie. So yeah. at least we're like we both hate the premise of it, but yeah, it might it might still be. I think it has more of a chance of working on me if it's mm-hmm. an hour and a half long than if it's ten hours long. You know, yeah. And you also, could, you know, Michelle Yeoh just eating every piece of scenery. You know, yeah. No, I love that, <laughs> but I say yeah. this all the time. I wish we'd been able to see more of her as the the like. The virtuous captain, because yeah, that would have been great too. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, figure out a way she to have them both. So f- yeah, she was so fucking good in that first episode. Yeah, just as like a mentor character. God damn. And that short, the the Saru short, where she shows up on his uh, homeworld and takes him away. Yes. Like that's what was like. Oh yeah, if you tell some stories set before this, you could you mm-hmm. could do more with uh, with Shosho. Yeah, but they just, they didn't do that. Michelle Yeoh's so fucking good. I, you need to figure out a way to have them both. Yeah. Like, character versus their Mirror Universe counterpart is a thing. Like, mm-hmm. weirdly, Trek hasn't done with all the Mirror Universe stuff it does. Yeah. The closest like, was the the evil Kirk one. Yeah, but we don't we don't ever get them both at the same time as well. No. I mean. Like, I don't think we've ever, like, in all the explorations of the Mirror Universe, we've never had uh, Prime Universe uh, meets their Mirror Universe counterpart. It's always, yeah. we go there and we meet the bad one and that's it. But like, yeah, Giorgio versus Giorgio could be an interesting thing, you know? Kira must have met, no, because Kira absolutely, that's evil right. Kira tried to fuck regular That's Kira, true, that, so. did, that did happen. You're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. So that's but, one. But you haven't done, we haven't, like, they weren't really fighting a lot. She was no. trying to seduce her. Yes, but like in terms of the main villain of this is also me, you know, like, mm. like if Kirk had to fight himself, which he basically yes. did, but you know, yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, that's all the mail we have. Yeah. All right. And well, that's a pretty good way to uh, end off. Yeah. And that's all the show we have. Yeah. Um, On behalf this of is... all of us, I want to thank you guys for yeah. like this. This was what we thought was this was the next thing, but it turned out uh-huh. this was just the thing to wait, like to, to waste some time waiting for more Star Trek basically. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I really enjoyed this. I, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I gotta say I am less into superhero stuff now than I was when we started this four years ago. Fair. But I still very much enjoyed this experience. And as you say, mm-hmm. I enjoy showing up and, and reviewing stuff with you. I, yeah, I don't, 
like I'm obviously a lot less patient than you and I don't want to sit through a bunch of trash like you you would watch most things I think uh, fair like in the in the interest of like complaining about it or finding fun oh, stuff yeah. to talk about whereas I just get annoyed you know things have to be pretty bad or pretty boring for me to want yeah. to tap out enterprise th- for example springs to mind this is the ADHD in me if it's not mm-hmm. interesting I get bored like, yeah, that's all it is. It's that's what it was with Enterprise. It kept it kept being bad in the same way. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I have a very specific like uh, criteria, which is I want it to be something I love, but also something I can make fun of. And mm-hmm. we talked about this a lot when we started this. This was the criteria for the show. And I think I think we hit that sweet spot. Yeah. And hopefully those of you who followed us over from Pa will follow us back and hope any any of you who maybe discovered us through this might be interested in hearing our takes on Trek, please. Yeah. To the post on core, but I wanted to thank you. I don't know, Maggie, if you have any, yes, stuff you want no, to thank you. I love doing this and I love having an excuse to keep doing this. Yeah. Uh, and so, an excuse to watch all of this show that I love, uh, and see new parts of this show that I love is also amazing. Yeah. I mean, look, we didn't love the Zeta project, but it was never bad, bad. It was never like, sure. Oh, I hate this. And, Static was fun. Like the the what I'm saying is like there were sort of uh, little corners of this universe we might never have sought out on our own mm-hmm. that this show made us do. So I like I, there's a handful of static episodes. I'm very glad I got to see just because we yeah. had to watch them for this show. So, uh, but yeah, next week we will be relaunching the Post Atomic Horror Post Atomic mm-hmm. Horror dot com. It's on every pla- podcast platform there is because we launched yep. that shit in 2010 and it's entrenched everywhere. So yeah. Um, uh, we're so starting... we'll do like a zero episode next week, right? Yeah, we're starting with just a, hey, we're back. Here's here's mm-hmm. what we plan on doing. Uh, we have never done an episode of that show since Maggie transitioned, so we want to do yes. one and say, hey, things might be a little different than you remember, old listeners. So guess what? I'm back, baby. Mm-hmm. With a whole with a hip new gender. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many genders are there? Uh, four. Okay. It's one of the only things Joe Biden said that made me laugh is you can't get me. He said something like you can't get around me like that. There's at least three. Yep. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was, it was pretty mm-hmm. good. And as don't, a trans woman, I can tell you there's at least one more. Mm-hmm. Take that, Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the number he gave. The point was he's like, I don't try to trick me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, how many genders are there? Shut up. I don't know. More than two. Shut up. All get right. bent. So. That is what we'll be doing next week, but uh, for now, well, forever, really. Yeah. I suppose it's uh, Twala now and forever. Yeah. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. 